Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. We're rolling. What's up, dude? Oh, I love a big glass of water sometimes. Dude, that's what I'm drinking. A big old stupid glass of water. It's also because we're recording at noon and we're not mm-hmm. uh, we're not that much of a savage. You know what? Uh, speaking of water, you know, you know what I got this week? Some water. I, uh, Katie and I finally, uh, we got the um, plumbing turned on. The home delivery water. <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got running water now. Uh, no, we got uh, the the sparklets, five gallon jugs delivered with the little cooler and everything, just like a nice office. Oh, building. nice! Very excited. Doesn't do hot. Very excited. You got hot and cold coming out of there. I got hot, cold, and room temp. Oh, Five you. gallon jugs. It's actually pretty affordable. You only um, this big nice cooler. They rent it to you. It's like four bucks a month, and then you just pay. You order your uh, your big five gallon jugs. How many ever you want, they bring them. And dude, it's uh, I've definitely started drinking a ton more water because of that. Drink some water. That, that thing. Those things pour out hot. You can make your cup of noodles with it. Oh yeah. You know, if you need a little, just like yeah, hot, maybe some- not boiling hot water, but some hot water for things, right mm-hmm. there. I, my faucet. Otherwise, I got to sit there for about a six months before it eats up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to drink a gallon a day. Try, you know, couple that with my uh, treadmill. I'm changing my my whole lifestyle. You God. are going for it. I'm but out of control. A gallon. I f- like I feel like I drink a gallon. I have no idea, but I feel like I easily drink a gallon of water a day. Really? Because it's quite an effort for me. How like, many pints? Like it, it's a chore. Fire. I'm looking it up right now. 128 ounces in a gallon. So pints, you're talking uh, what? About eight pints, somewhere around there. Eight pints. Oh yeah. Yeah. I drink. You drink eight pints a day. I think. Well. How many ounces did you say? Uh, 128. Oh, yeah, because one of those Nalgene bottles is 64 ounces. And okay. I, I clean out two, if not three of those. Got easy. Two of those? Dude, oh, yeah. Man. Way to go. Oh, yeah, man. Well, that's why having a big jug with you instead of like, oh, a water bottle, this or that. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm thirsty. I'm going to house some water. I'm not going to be like, oh, I got one little <laughs> bottle. I guess I'll save it. No, I'm going crazy because I got, I got the big boy, the 128 hydro flask, like uh-huh. the big, the 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 what are they, the growl, not even growler, bigger than that. Well, was that a gallon? That'd be a gallon. The 128 is I guess, how many well, ounces? I is guess. In it? Shit. Let me see. Uh, yeah, so you got a gallon growler there. That's pretty cool. Let me see what size I got. I'm I used to out. do that. 
way back in the day when I was working out all the time in my 20s, I would just carry around a whole gallon, like, you know, a store-bought gallon, like a jug, and i just suck on that all day. But then I just, sometimes I felt stupid, just, oh, there's Dave with this big, stupid gallon of water. No, that's all right, man. No, I, no, I take that back. So the, the, I have a 64-ounce thing. Okay, so that, you go through two of those a day. That's a gallon. But I don't, the one I was drinking, now jeans are what size? Size, let me see. I think I was, I, mis, I misrepresented how much I was drinking a day. Oh, yeah, it's a 32 ounce. So I was easily doing. Okay. I was easily doing a half gallon. Okay, yeah, doing doubt, two Without of those a, a day. doubt. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. All right, but yeah, we got that. Yeah, good. Drink water, man. Drink water. You've been jogging? You've been doing it? Yeah. Well, the treadmill's not here yet, so uh, I'm waiting on that. It's, it's somewhere between, remember I told you, it's a six-week window. Oh, yeah. And I even called them, and I was, I was like, y'all can't narrow that down? And they're like, nope. And I'm like, huh, well, I paid you today, so I guess I'll just wait for six weeks. Like, what am I supposed but, to do uh, in the meantime? The I don't water know, man. Thing. Jog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. I can't do nothing. <laughs> you could go on a walk, Dave. No, no. But no, the water thing, man, just like the treadmill, just removing any and all excuses. It's like, there it is, idiot. Just drink. Just drink this water. Mm-hmm. Get on that treadmill. Stop being so fucking fat. It's as if, simple as that. <laughs> I remember I remember being a little kid and coming from like mowing the lawn and then drinking. Like, I would still just drink pop, you know? Because you're a kid. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, man, what a rough day. I better have a room temperature Pepsi. <laughs> I, remember my dad, I remember my dad just looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, I'm thirsty. He's like, then drink water. That's what water's for. Like, just the most old man water's type boring. shit. Yeah, I'm a kid. I want, I want mm. uh, room temperature Pepsi. It's like a beer when you're 11. <laughs> So you just sit there, yeah. bellied up to the to the counter with your Pepsi. Yeah, Ugh. a rough day, man. <laughs> and you got to drink a whole a whole pe- oh, a whole man. glass bottle by yourself. That was that was a big day. That was them. They were acknowledging that you're oh. getting getting old. Let you have a whole bottle. by Remember yourself. the uh, the glass sixteen ounce bottles that Pepsi and I think Coke both used to come in like in the eighties, early nineties. The kind of the, kind of the fat rounded glass bottle, but it was sixteen ounces. Like the Mexican cokes, and it had like, no, no, just regular ones. You know, before the, everybody switched to plastic, and it oh, had like yeah. the little kind of styrofoam wrapper. Had that like the styrofoam wrapper, like you know, you'd scrape I it with your fingernail and rip off this. Yes, dip, yes, I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. I used to love those, man. The old sixteen ounce rounded glass. Bottle of, of, of soda, man. That was a good time. Shit, man. We also drank the ones that were always like you always return the bottles for mm-hmm. the redemption value. And you could tell they're old bottles because they're all busted around the sides. They're like all worn out. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's our little trip down uh, that road. Did you ever go to Galco's, the soda pop shop over in Eagle Rock? Did we talk about that? Gel. <clears throat> No, I don't think we've talked about that. Gelco's, Soda Pop Shop in Eagle. Gelco's. I I don't know about that. It's a grocery store of just soda pop. 
They have every wow of like all types, like hard to find. Every kind. It's like a record store, man. Damn. It's a. It's Damn. like a record store for diabetics. You go in there, and you just hunt around, looking for that hard to find, those rarities. Some some barks from 1992. If you're looking for that, <laughs> for some, you could bring in your old sodas. Oh and, my god! Yeah, they'll, they'll buy from yeah, you. yeah. Some some <laughs> some first pressing Royal Crown, maybe. You uh, want cash or store credit? <laughs> then they had the make. They have a make your own station in the back. Oh man, it's it's awesome, dude. It's worth oh, nice. Whereabouts in Eagle Rock? Just oh, right that, there. That I don't even at. remember. I think oh. maybe maybe it was Highland Park, but over on the east side there. Okay. And yeah, and it's not even like a hipster spot. It's just yeah. a place that's been there forever. I think you could still get like Hubba nice. Bubba soda. You remember when Hubba Bubba made soda? It's it's, it's oh yeah, it's soda that tastes like gum. <laughs> oh my! Is, Who isn't that what most soda tastes like? What what research? <laughs> most soda tastes like gum. What focus group <laughs> did you ask? Hey, do you guys like this pop that tastes like bubble gum? And they're like, absolutely. Who who authorized that one? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, we recorded yesterday. We're you recording today. We're speeding them up because I'm going to be back on the road a bit. We're queuing some A's, A and some Q's. Uh-huh. We question yeah. some answers. We answer some questions, but sometimes we question the answers, Dave. That's what the Boogie Monster's That's all about. That's true. It's a paradox. Let's kick it off. You got me wanting a grape soda now. Now you want a grape soda? Yeah, I want a nice ice-cold grape soda. You want a grape like drink? A Crush oh, or a Fanta. Yeah. I like Ooh, the orange. Welch's soda. Remember Welch's used to do? I, I like orange. I like the grape and the orange. Grape, There's really not a soda I didn't like. Grape bit bait, bit a little bit too much, but or, I like an orange. And I was talking about this on a thing yeah. yesterday. I love a squirt. Squirt. Which one was Great that? grapefruit. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Squirt. Okay. To this day. Yeah, I do like a squirt. Maybe once a year if I'm in a gas station or something, I see like in the, the, you could tell it's real cold. <clears throat> Get myself a cold squirt. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love that. I love a root beer. Oh, I love a, I love a big fountain drink at the movies. It's one of the only, oh, that's the best. It's one that's of the only times. The best. Yeah, it's one of the only times I let myself drink pop. You just get a large, me large. Yeah, give me that dirty ice. What do you go for at the movies? What what uh, you going Coke? You going? What are you doing? Usually just a Coke. Usually a brown drink. I don't I don't, uh-huh. I don't fuck with the, a, the Sprite too often. Maybe as a splash if I'm if yeah. I'm getting a, a, if I'm getting like an orange drink. I'll throw a little, uh, like, Sprite or 7-Up in as a splash, but that's about it. When I was uh, a dumb, fat little kid, sometimes I would drink Sprite thinking it was healthier. Like, I need a whole... I've had a lot of Coke today. Let me switch it over to Sprite. Lighten it up a little. I mean, as an adult... I have no idea. <laughs> as an adult, I switched to tequila from whiskey because I thought the same thing. So I, you're not wrong, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. It's clear. It seems like it should be more purified. It's got. It doesn't have as many imperfections as a brown drink. <laughs> At some point today, ooh, strawberry crush. That was a. That was. Ooh, you ever okay. see like that? You ever see strawberry crush at somebody's house, and you think like, oh man, your parents really do not give a fuck about you. 
Like, yeah. and like, yeah. like any parent that would want to raise their child healthy would not give them, like, would not have flavors of crush in the house. No. Like a two liter of yeah, just strawberry just crush. I'm like, uh, what's your parents going through a rough time? Is your dad living somewhere else? <laughs> is your mom is your mom starting a date again? Why is this in here? Well, you are you all right? <laughs> this is ne- this is negligent. Oh. This is clearly negligent. <laughs> just, I'm going out. There's crush in the fridge. Take what you want. Rachel told me a story about her dad when her brother, like, her parents were divorced. And I don't know if I should tell the story. But they were, like, there for the <laughs> summer. And his dad was just going out for the weekend. He had, like, he had the kids. But he's like, I'm going out. And he just left he left just a bucket of tuna salad in the fridge for him to eat. <laughs> God She's damn. like, yeah, we ran. That's it? We ran out of spoon. Uh. We ran out of clean spoon, so we are using mugs to dip in it. <laughs> Oh no! Like, and she was laughing about Good it, so Lord. that's why I'm laughing about it. But it's a really sad story. Just <laughs> dipping a mug into a vat of tuna salad. He basically <laughs> treated oh. his kids like they were house cats. Like, well, if I'm leaving for a yeah. few days, I'll just leave out more food than normal. Just dip into the porridge bucket like an orphan. Yep, yep. Ugh. Get your ladle. Get your ladle of glue. <laughs> she's she's fine now. We're gonna see her dad in a couple days. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm s- glad everything worked out. Speaking of coffee mugs yeah. full of tuna salad, Aaron Jacquins Wakins says, "Hey Dave, do you have any casser- casserole <laughs> recipes that you can make the day before?" What a timely question, Aaron. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I do, Aaron. Here, write this down. I'm going to give you my cheesy hash brown casserole recipe. All right, write this down. Here's what you need. You need two pounds of frozen shredded hash browns, and then you thaw those out. They can't be frozen, you know, when you're working with them, but they start off frozen. Thaw them out. Two pounds of shredded hash browns. You need a can, one can of cream of mushroom soup, and if you can't find that or if that turns you off, cream of chicken will do the same. Uh, One teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of black pepper, one teaspoon of garlic powder, half teaspoon of smoked paprika. You need one yellow onion diced up real nice. You need four cups of shredded cheddar cheese. And uh, I always recommend uh, shredding your own. Just get you a block or two and then shred that up. It's much better than the pre-shredded shit. Two cups of sour cream, one stick of melted butter. Here's what you do. Preheat your oven to 350. Combine all that shit in a large bowl, except hold out two cups of the cheese. Uh, Transfer all that. Mix it all up. Transfer that shit into a uh, 13 by 9 by 2 casserole dish. Bake uncovered for 40 minutes. After 40 minutes, pull it out. Um, uh, Top with the other two cups of cheese. And then... uh, Bake it another 10 minutes, and boom, you've got uh, cheesy hash brown casserole. But the day before part, just, you know, combine all that shit, throw it in a a casserole dish, stick it in the uh, fridge, and then uh, the next day you can uh, pull it out and and bake it. So there you go. There you go, bud. Cheesy hash brown casserole. Did you just say that all from memory? No, I pulled it up on my uh, (laughs) kitchen survival guide. Okay, all right. I was like, that's impressive. That would be impressive if I could just rattle. A lot of my recipes I can rattle off from memory, but uh, that one I had to, to look into the old uh, Kitchen Survival Guide. Uh, volume 1 is where that appears, and if anybody needs that, just uh, dumbdavestone.com. Grab you a uh, Kitchen Survival Guide. Hell yeah, man. Wow, I was, I was yeah, like, man. Dave just knows this one. 
Dave, Dave, Dave knows. Dave, Dave's got a, res, a clutch recipe, casserole recipe. I'm the rain man of casserole recipes. <laughs> that's that's useful. That's old old Dwayne Dwayne Kennedy had an old bit about how he's like, like nowadays I don't know how it would have aged, but back then it's like he's like, got a homeless man, a crazy homeless man on his. <laughs> And like he's always yelling out in front of him, but he's like, be more helpful if you just yell out useful information like the recipe to bread pudding. You know, just a crazy guy, <laughs> his hand is in pads, like, get yeah. two cup butter, ah, sugar. <laughs> like, I can see why you're homeless. Yeah, you don't have any social skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Good times. Alex Holcomb asked, uh, could we get a Patreon exclusive of your ladies podcasting about y'all? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Rate, They'd probably be, t- uh, I can't imagine <laughs> they would be excited about that. Yeah, Rachel yeah, doesn't want anything to do with this shit. You just see your face when I'm like, uh, hey, I know we got to paint a house today, but I got to dip out to record my, uh, my uh, s- spooky ooky show with Dave real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, nah, she showed up yesterday. I, I, well, you guys, I mean, you guys do Stoneberg, so Katie's comfortable with doing it. Also, yeah. Ka- also Katie's uh, is a performer as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I try to get her uh, to join me on the uh, Dave's uh, Kitchen Q&A, uh, but she's not interested in that because she's 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 not very culinarily uh, minded, <laughs> but as 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 we've discussed with her uh, beef stock bu- beef bouillon cube marinated salmon. <laughs> oh. Well, I shredded a hot dog into some mac and cheese. So maybe maybe Katie and I should do a cooking show. <laughs> um, that would be funny. Let's see what else we got. You got one there? Oh, I, I always like these questions. This one's from Robert. I'm moving for, to Sacramento from Texas in December. Where are some must-see sites in the American Southwest? Oh, I love these questions. Um, okay. In December, and given the state of the country, let's just say these recommendations come from um, hoping that there's not a civil war happening. Uh, yeah. I would say, let's see, Texas, uh, Texas and Sacramento, if you got the time... Uh, if you're cutting south because it's going to be cold out, I'd say White Sands, New Mexico is uh, a pretty wild sight. Uh, pretty, uh-huh. pretty impressive. Have you been to White Sands, Dave? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's what it says. It's just yeah. White sand dunes. It's not. It's like yep. not even desert. It's mm-hmm. like there's a difference between desert and beach sand, you know. And it's like this is like beach sand, just in the yeah. middle, just, it's just as far as you could see. You just well, you go on. Like like when you're in, like in the ocean on a boat and you're dipping down and then dipping up, it's like that if you're walking mm-hmm. through them. I, I lost my car when I was there because I was like, started walking around. You can't mark trails in sand. They tried to, yeah. but all those little things blew. But that's a cool thing to see that'd be on the way. Uh, shit, man, Grand Canyon, anything northern Arizona, southern Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Flagstaff is beautiful. Flagstaff. Fucking skip Phoenix like your life depends on it, because it probably does. <laughs> uh, 
up to uh, if you're going up to Sacramento. I don't know. You can like if I don't know if you're as if you're a winter guy, you could be cutting through Tahoe and do ski trip kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Arches and uh, Monument Valley is open in Utah in winter. How accessible it is. Otherwise, you got uh, Death Valley or Joshua Tree. When you're going to make your way over to the five yeah. to get up to Sacramento, you go to Pappy and Harriet's and uh, see uh, see Joshua Tree. It's a good route. I'll say that. It's a good route. If, if you like the desolate part of America. Mm-hmm. Not financially yeah. desolate. I mean, uh, you know, landscape-wise. Anyway. Dude, I love the Southwest. Pick up some turquoise. Find a shaman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, man. All right. Grand Canyon. Uh, here's one. What you got? Uh, Shay Carlson, this is for Kyle. Will you and the missus be taking a dirt nap back to L.A. when you guys head back? No, well, as it is, we're going back in a couple days, but then we're back up in Oregon soon. So we've actually hired a cat cat sitter for a stray cat. (laughs) (laughs) We actually got somebody to come over. Yeah, just to come over and, like, put out food in the morning. Make sure she's yeah. got water. So you take care of the cat, man. Well, I mean, it's a stray cat. It's a survivor, but now it's you know it's an older cat and it's gotten accustomed to some luxuries. It's yeah. basically it's like it's you know it's like taking care of the richest one percent at this point. Now she doesn't know that there's another life out there. She only knows this life, and God forbid she has to understand what working for a supper means no she's just spoiled and uh no we have a we have a cat sitter coming by for the stray cat that rachel would call him too she's like we have an outdoor cat i'm like we have a stray cat an outdoor cat means it still comes inside sometimes this is a stray animal mm-hmm. but so no she's gonna be wandering the neighborhood for a month keeping it safe until we get back up here we gave our notice in we're, we're out oh october 1st so we'll be back up up this way soon so uh jerry yeah. leaving la yeah man well for, temporarily temporarily okay uh, what do you got there easy one bill aldridge i think i missed something kyle lives in portland now i live uh near portland bill if you needed to know uh, Scott Burchett. Right on. Scott Burchett. What would your preferred apocalypse end of the world scenario be? Example, zombies, comet, rapture, water world. Basically, what is your favorite way for the world to end? Okay, this one's got... That's a good question. It's got some meat on the bone here. Dave, what do you think? Man, water world would be kind of cool. Water world would be nice. You just are on a jet ski Just get my kick. kayak. Yeah, you're just on your jet just ski get my, kick, get my kayak and my jet skis. <laughs> Ready that would for be. It, I, I never have seen that movie though. I never did see that movie with Kevin Costner because I always heard how bad it was. But that's an interesting concept. The whole <laughs> world is water. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see weird. it either. It, you know, it's, there's something that like people become fish. I I, I don't know. But um, you think you think uh, aquatic living? I mean, I'm not saying it would be, uh, in terms of ways for the world to end, that would just be a, a pretty interesting one and see who can survive on water with no land. I wonder how that would work. Like, 
how long you could go. Like, imagine there was no land. Like, literally everything was a body of water. Well, you got to figure like, out how to desalinate the seawater. You're going to be eating a lot yeah. of fish. Um, yeah, I guess that'd be the only thing you'd be eating, right? There'd gotta, be no no more farming. But you got to get nutrients. There could be farming. There could be, I mean, hydro, hydroponics are a thing. And if you figure out how to desalinate oh, right, seawater, right, yeah. you grow it. I mean, shit, they're growing yeah. plants in space. Yeah, duh. Yeah, you could grow things in, in pots, you know. Just have you some barges full of uh, potted vegetables and shit. I mean, I would think I would, I would think yeah, if you could figure out cheap desalination, that would be the way to go anyway. Because then you're surrounded by the food source for your product instead of being on land and worrying about plumbing and this and that. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more complications than that. I don't know. I think comet. How have we not? What? How would we not what? Real quick, quick question: How have we not figured out desalination? Like. With with all the technology we have, I don't understand why we can't just take water from the ocean and make it drinkable. Um, I think there are ways to do it, but it's cost preventative. I think I read somewhere about how in like uh, Middle East, what's the uh, what's the was it Abu Dhabi or what's the big uh, city in the Middle East that's just wealthy. Oh, uh, Dubai. Yeah. Abu Dhabi is pretty wealthy, too, but, but usually they, people are talking about Dubai. Yeah, but they have all this oil money. But there's, it's a desert. There's no water, so they mm-hmm. have to desalinate. But what they do have mm-hmm. is oil. So the, their desalination plants are run on gasoline because they have that to spare. Mm-hmm. But I read somewhere this, the, the amount of gas they use to desalinate enough water for the city it's, it's like some outlandish amount, like the amount that ah. the amount of gas spent in all of Southern California during rush hour for a day or there's so, some or I, I'm not like I'm not clicking around right now because my audio is kind of sensitive with the computer where it's at. That doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to me. But uh, you can look it up. It's it. They can do it, but it is a uh, cost and energy prohibitive as of right now. And okay. where's the money? In making sure everybody can have clean water, you know? Yeah, true. When Nestle can just poach it from native lands. I saw, I, there's a good quote I saw. is that bottled water companies don't produce water. They produce plastic bottles. Huh. I love being Northwest. Everybody's like, no, this water's great. Just drink out of the tap. But, yeah, where's the, where's the money when you yeah. can give everybody what they need to be okay? Yeah. Yep. Anyways, what do we got? Uh, Here's one. Oh, I, well, I wanted to pick. Uh, I didn't get to pick one. G- I didn't get to pick my end of the world. I said, oh, oh, yeah, pick one. I would say com- ahead. I what, think comet. I think comet or asteroid. It'd be okay. quick. It'd be something spectacular to witness. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even have. You wouldn't have hate in your heart. Because like, ah, oh, this one. This is non-discerning. This isn't anybody's fault. Comet's nobody's fault. Climate change, you can get pissed at whoever did what, or rapture, then uh-huh. like, oh, I didn't believe in God, I'm pissed at myself because I didn't believe in God, and now it's a rapture. Comet's just like, wow, we're fucked. And then it's the end. Boom. Anyway. Yeah. That's my choice, Comet. You know what's coming? One is coming towards Earth uh, the day before the election. Yeah, apparently. it is not going to be a big so. deal. 
Okay. It's going to land. It's eventually, one nickel. of these is, is going to be a big deal. Don't you think? Eventually, one of these is going to be a big deal. I want a frozen. I want a like comet that's, that's, that's just a ball of ice filled with dinosaurs that hits the earth and then thaws out, and dinosaurs are back, and that puts everybody oh. puts everybody back into play. Yes. No more fighting among people. Yes. We got dinosaurs to beat. I love it. Uh, I love that idea. Of course, National Guard be shooting with tanks. Oh, yeah. Mm. What do we got? Here's one. Uh, Jer Grieve. I think I pronounced that right. Uh, Dave, when did you fall in love with Bigfoot? I can't remember you ever speaking about it. Was it a childhood thing or something you got into when you were older? By the big fan guys, listen to the podcast a lot. Makes the days a little shorter and funnier for an out-of-work disabled guy. Oh, you're out-of-work disabled, dude. All right. Well, sorry to hear that. Well, for the out-of-work, I'm sure you've come to... All right, Make, making I'm your days shorter sounds like we're anymore. slowly killing you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Jer. I uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, yeah, I think I've spoken about this. Uh, it's really as simple as this. Uh, in third grade, I got a hold of a choose-your-own-adventure book. Hell yeah. Those were great. I loved those. But I got a hold of one that uh, was about Bigfoot. It's about these two two little young kids <clears throat> went camping, and they ran into a Bigfoot. And then, then there was about, you know, all those books, you have six or seven different scenarios and uh, it was just it's the first time I'd ever heard of Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And I think just the concept of um, a giant primate that uh, science doesn't recognize, just, just the concept of like, wait a minute, there's possibly creatures out there that, you know, that aren't in my uh, school books or encyclopedias. Like, that, that sounds pretty rad. And I've just been, been in love with Bigfoot ever since. Just love the idea of a eight-foot bipedal gorilla walking around in the woods and most people will be like no nah, that doesn't exist all right now i got so now, yeah, go. now i gotta sit here and look at <clears throat> choose your own adventure books <clears throat> now the, I, uh, I, someone sent me that exact book by the way a couple uh, a boogie monster listener found it and sent it so now i have the same book that uh, that turned me on and I read it every Tuesday night. Well, there was one. I'm trying to think of which one was the one that really got me excited because it I, it wasn't Bigfoot. I think it was more. Fuck, there's there is, holy shit, there's a lot of these. I'm like, I'll just peruse this list. Oh, there's 184. Choose your own adventure books. Terror in Australia. Dang, I didn't realize there was that little, many. Seems a little easy. Terror in Australia. That's not a real. Oh, yeah. There's like. Was it Mystery of the Secret Room or something? I think I did like the fantasy ones. But all right. This, I won't waste everybody's time. But this is okay. I found a Wikipedia wormhole. I'm going to be going down with that then. Um, nice. Savage Narden. Y'all ever hook up with someone famous? Nope. One time I banged Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's why he wears the little red uh, pocket uh, kerchief out of his back pocket. It means he's into fisting. 
Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you ever hook up with anybody famous, Dave? Um, regionally famous. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. Oh, you mean you mean this is an <laughs> odd question for two people in a happy relationships mm-hmm. to answer publicly? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, Riggy Marley said the lady sprung a no. Gatlinburg, Tennessee trip on me last second for Labor Day weekend. Any restaurant recommendations you guys you. could suggest? That's on you, Dave. I don't even know much Call about the back, Gatlinburg buddy. area. Sorry, guys. I gotta. You there? Gotta what do we do? Would you? We lose you? Stop touching nope, my We lost him. AirPod. They've laughed and his ear, earpods fell oh, out. Man, it seems like that's... I call them earbuds, earpods. Seems headphones. like some sort of situation where his ears are... Uh, call me back, buddy. Get bigger when he laughs. I don't know, guys. I'm really right, trying to carry this one until he calls me back. See, the thing was, when this happens, he's supposed to call me. And uh, we can jump on it. That way we're not calling each Here other. Here he comes. There, it's ringing. All right. Hey, everybody. Dave's back. <laughs> there you are, buddy. Yeah. Sorry about that. Where were you? Uh, I uh, did you. It was a question about. We could take it over if you want to edit it, or we could just keep going because this is not a quality show. It was. Uh, <laughs> no, just tell me what the question, and then you can just just say everything again that you already. Told I forget. I, now I lost the question, but it was uh, uh, so, Ricky Marley. The lady sprung a Gatlinburg, Tennessee trip on me last second for Labor Day weekend. Any restaurant recommendations? I was saying, I don't know the area of Gatlinburg, Tennessee too well. Oh, if something tells me if you you're might. going to Gatlinburg, yeah, dude, uh, all you're going to be eating are pancakes. Uh, that's pretty much all. <laughs> Every Something about Gatlinburg, they have so many pancake houses and then go-karts. So pancakes and go-karts, get ready, man, because that's all Gatlinburg is. But, it's it, you know, those aren't two terrible things. But uh, I'm just saying that that's all you're going to get is pancakes and go-karts. So have fun. That is a, that is a hell of a way to celebrate the Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what those flags are for. That's the, herit- that's the heritage, not hate, it stands for is just whites only, go-karts, and pancake houses. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like saying whites, whites only, only, go-karts, and pancake houses does, is redundant. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And uh, pretty accurate for uh, Gatlinburg. <laughs> so. uh, Margaret Jinkies says, Dave, have you ever considered starting an adult baseball league? It's a strange question. <laughs> Why didn't you just say um, baseball league? He's 43. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never thought about starting one. Uh, I almost joined one. Um, it was a comedian's league a couple years ago, but uh, there were too many comics I didn't like on the team. And uh, I had to weigh my love for baseball uh, against my dislike for some of these individuals. And I opted to uh, to, to not do it. So uh, <laughs> I won't name any names, but you know what I'm talking about, Kyle? Like some of these, some of these comic functions... It's like, all right, you're a comic, I'm a comic, but you're kind of a turd, so do I have to hang out and talk to you? Oh, uh, you mean the, like the, the social aspect of being a stand-up? Yes. Some of that annoys me. Um, just the fact that, like, 
you know, I guess it's like that with any job, but like this dickhead over here, there's no way I would hang out with him in any other context other than, oh, look, we're both comedians doing a show here tonight, you know? Well, so some of those guys I don't want to go play baseball with. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously shit. It's <laughs> like a real, sound like a real <laughs> asshole. But that's, I mean, some people's shared interest is how the friendship starts. I mean, take away the alcohol yeah. from stand up. Do you think you'd be hanging out with as many people? You think you'd do your set and then still be at the bar three hours later talking to everybody? True. <laughs> you know, it's the what aspect gets people together. Mm hmm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it, but That's I got, true. you know, I've gone on bike rides with folks that, you know, I've met through comedy or what have you. And then you mm -hmm. go, you go to yeah. find out and then you find out, oh, we do have a lot in common. We're going to be friends versus like, yeah, all right, I'll ride with somebody. That's fun to do. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to invite you to my yeah. wedding or anything, but we'll go out and be pals. Yeah. No, and I, I'm not above that. I'm not above making new friends. I've just, you know, how it is in comedy. There's always a handful of people that, like, ugh, I just really can't fucking stand this dude. And uh, so why would I want to go do something extra with him? You well, know, I'm, you, I'm already having to do shows every now and with him. I don't want to go hang out on Sunday and play ball with this asshole. All right. I'm, I'm going to put this to you. You, <laughs> you. you start, as it's phrased here by Margaret, an adult baseball league, which uh -huh. I don't know. Do... That's this is a weird question to ask. <clears throat> Do adults play base? I know adults go and just play pickup basketball, but there's no pickup baseball, is there? Well, I mean, that's what me and my pals used to do. We uh, there'd be about four or five of us would just go and uh, we'd play ball. We what we obviously we didn't have enough to play a real game, so it'd be five or six of us, and we'd just take batting practice. We'd have a bucket full of balls about 30 or 40 balls. So someone would pitch, someone would hit, and everybody else would be out in the field shagging flies or whatever. And then we'd just rotate. You know, no. you get a bucket, this guy gets a bucket. So I, we would do a lot of that. I get that. That's like the batting but cages. No, but, like, there are people hanging out at yeah. baseball diamonds waiting for a game to start so no. they could all join? No. No, because you need – you would to do it properly, you would need 18 people. And then you'd need catcher's gear and someone – you know. So, yeah, you never mm. really see enough – like a real nine-on-nine -nine pickup baseball game. But there are adult leagues just like anything else. Oh, okay. You know, there's uh, – but and, and, yeah, to answer her question, I, I do want to do that. That is something I would like to do. And I think about that a lot about – because it's just so fun. Like if you grew up playing baseball, like I – before I die, I want to feel the experience again of standing at home plate – taking live pitching and cr cranking one over the left field wall. That's a sensation that I want to feel again. So the only way to do that in a, in a game context would be to join a league. So, uh, yeah, that's something I, you know, if, if the opportunity presents itself again and there's not a bunch of peckerheads on the team that I don't like hanging out with, uh, yeah, that's something well, I'd like to do. Well, that's not the definition of teamwork, Dave. As long as there's not a bunch of peckerheads out there that I don't want to hang out with, well, here's that's a that's not a team player. That's why it's called a team, because you have to overlook the peckerheads. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know what? You're drinking water. That treadmill's coming in. You might you might make weight for next year. <laughs> I'll su I'll support you, man. I'll help. Uh, I'll help train you. I don't know what I'm doing, God but I'll help. Damn it! I'll get you some of those big ropes oh, sorry, to shake I around. Hung up on you. No, no, you're there. <laughs> we'll help you out. I do yeah. need some of those ropes. That'd be fun. 
What if you had some ropes that were that big but made out of Twizzlers? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> all right. The uh, the gummies are kicking in, Kyle. I'm oh, you right. got you got into it. Well, no, Rachel did that uh, like with like two big Slim Jims or something once. Oh, really? She's like, look, cro- <laughs> she's like, look, CrossFit. Like, all right. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, my my ropes are just salamis. Tim. My old salami rope. Tim Perham. Perham? What movie do each of you think is the best bad movie? Will we be getting a video edition of the podcast anytime soon? I'll tell you, Tim. I keep, I'm the one who keeps shitting the bed on that. Although now with how Zoom <laughs> is and everything, I guess we can uh, put something together. Yeah, that's something we still got to well, figure, figure out how to do. Figure that I one think. out. What? But what? Okay. What um, movie? What movie do you think is your best bad movie, Dave? Huh? Best of the worst. That's a good question. Best bad movie. Well, I will. Well, say, as I mentioned yesterday, okay. I've been watching Cobra Kai, and uh, I started the second mm-hmm. season last night, and I'm just binging them. Second season goes real off the rails. <laughs> I was speaking very highly because really? the first okay. season, second season gets <laughs> ridiculous. I'm still on board, but it is. Nutty as shit, man. I'm telling you. I think, me personally, um, movies that I really enjoy, but I know, like, if I'm being honest, like, critically, this is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. I um, There's a handful of those late 80s, early 90s Steven Seagal movies. I'll watch those anytime they're on. Not the more recent ones. They've gone really shitty, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, the, all the ones that had the three-word titles, oh, yeah. Out for Justice, above, above the Law, Hard to Kill, oh, yeah. Marked for Death, uh, that whole group of movies. I mean, they're so bad. Like, the acting's terrible and the plot lines are bad, but, like, they entertain the shit out of me. Yeah. I have to rescue this woman who you know in the real world as a, a Playboy playmate, but in this movie, she's a <laughs> neuroscientist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm trying to. Th- I, I, action is always makes like the this is a silly. I, mean, I love the Fast and Furious films uh-huh. for that very because they they're self aware. They're like you came to this movie to see yeah. something ridiculous. We got you, and I don't know yeah. why I'll watch those and allow it, but won't watch other movies of a similar. Uh, you know, like like Transformers or something. I'm like, this is stupid. But for like, I know Fast and Furious is, is silly. I go in there knowing it's silly, and I have a great time. Um, older movies. I for some reason the movie Red Dawn is coming to mind. Oh yeah, because that. But I think that's. I don't think that's a bad movie. Or is that just? <laughs> am I just dumb? Like I'm not saying it's an Oscar winner, but. I don't think it's like, ugh, this is not good. I don't know, man. Somehow we had to believe that Cuba (laughs) invaded (laughs) Western Colorado. So just, listen, I'm not a military strategist, but logistically that seems like several other events would have happened first before... (laughs) High school kids just saw communists parasailing 
<laughs> parachuting onto oh, their football shit. field. I feel like some other thing. I feel like some warnings would have gone off. Maybe a phone call would have been made that uh, the Russians have actually gotten to the centralmost point of our country, and we're under attack. And 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 they're starting a ground war, and they're flying in to drop troops. They made it. They made it over Canada. Or from either oh, coast. And even as a kid, I had a problem with that one. I'm like, how did they get all the way there? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, and I haven't seen it in a while, but like, yeah, where are the American, where are the American pa- troops? Powers where booth are our trucks and tanks? When they find Powers Booth in his crashed fighter jet, he offers some sort of explanation. <laughs> But by that point, I was like, listen, uh, there's a lot of shooting and everything, and it's pretty cool, so all right. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, because that... That I mean, did scare the shit out of me. Yeah, it's the 80s, like, and it's still the, nuclear the war. shooting. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, they can get in? Was... Why aren't we working hard? Like, if, you, if, if nine-year-old me had to vote on a defense budget, or it's like, well, we need more nukes, I'm like, clearly, they're getting all the way to... Uh, they're getting all the way to Fort Collins. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. man, mm. that's funny. that's my vote for that one. Um. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is kind of a bad movie then. <laughs> but entertaining, but b- bad and entertaining can th- th- those things can happen at the same time. Okay, see, another one I'm thinking of, but in my heart, I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Like, mm-hmm. I love watching that one. And, I, and, like, I'll admit, like, okay, this isn't, like, high art or anything, but, like, it's a pretty good fucking movie. Look at them. Ah, they're running from the cops for four states. Well, you got it, Jerry Reed. You got the old hound dog. It's, like, good within the context of what you're going to watch, like Fast and Furious. I'm going to go watch a silly car action movie. They're doing it. Mm-hmm. And a great, like go, the remake of Gone in sixty seconds is horrible, but I'll always watch it because it car it's yeah. cars yep doing neat stuff. There you go, that's a great example in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gone in sixty seconds, yeah, yeah, not a good movie, but man, I watch it every time it's on. There's because the cars, man. Oh, I don't even. It's just a, some movies just have a, a an easy watchability. Like it's not going to challenge me. It's mm-hmm. not going to bum me out. I'll be able to take a nap to it, but when I wake up, there's going to be something neat happening. Yeah, nothing. It's not going to confuse you. You're not. You're, you're going to be able not, to follow the plot. No, they tell <laughs> it. We got to get this many cars by midnight. Cool. Done and done. No got more it. worrying about plot details. <laughs> That's all I got to know. <laughs> you just tell me what's going to happen in the next two hours. Got it. These many cars by midnight. Oh. Now I'm a, now I'm in. There's a car. There's a car. There's another car. Yeah. Look at that car. There's no. There's no. Who is that guy? Or what did they? Ju- what happened? No. Well, who's this character? Nope. You know right away. Those are good guys. Those are bad guys. Those are cars. Do what you do. Movie. Speaking of uh, that, that reminds me. This has been happening a lot lately. Um, Katie and I will be watching a movie or a show or something, and uh, I'll either won't be paying attention for a second or two, or I couldn't hear it. But every single time I go, what did he say? She goes, I don't know. (laughs) And then I get mad at her 
for like I, I haven't I haven't expressed this to her, but I, then I, my my reaction is to get mad or frustrated mm-hmm. that she didn't have the answer. But then it's like, well, neither did you, idiot. So you can't really blame her. <laughs> but it's just weird that every every single time I'm like, wait, what? What he say? She's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I want to get mad at her, but I can't. I realized how much I was like looking at my phone when I was watching TV. It's like, do one or the other. This is ridiculous. Because then I'm just looking up, rewinding, yeah. and then I'll look directly back at my phone and miss the same spot. I'm like, this is <laughs> like it was getting like it was a sickness. It was like a true, like, why am I doing this? I'm not learning. I'm not growing because I'm looking at my phone this much. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, What do we got? What do we got next? You got one? Oh, sorry. I was wandering off there. Uh, dude, That's I'm really, <clears throat> really getting high. Uh, Lee Singleton <laughs> says, uh, this is what he, he says. He says this. Uh, do you think your parents had an effect on your sense of humor? That's a great question. If so, which one do you think had the greater impact uh, in, and in what ways? What comedy things did you enjoy when your parents, uh, when you, with your parents when you were a child? Good question, Lee. Um, neither one of my parents were very funny. Uh, my mom was unintentionally funny and like, I'm not like being mean, but like she was just, um, my mom's was very much a goober. Like she, um, she's an old Southern belle. She's an old Southern goober. Just that, just that said with your accent will get me every time. (laughs) Be just a goober. Uh, she was just a goober. Um, so she she made me lie, laugh a lot, but, like, unintentionally. And I had to really, like, regulate that as to not hurt her feelings. Like, you don't want to just laugh at somebody all the time. And it, it wasn't anything, like, cruel or anything, but just the way her personality was uh, would crack me up. But she wasn't, like, trying to do bits or jokes or anything. Um, my dad was a little bit of the opposite. My dad wasn't a very naturally funny guy, uh, but he would try. He would try to make jokes, you know, classic dad jokes or uh, he was he was uh, mm-hmm. very much a good observer. He was always, you know, making comments about people we would see or encounter out in public. Not not too much in a mean spirited way, but definitely in a, you know, all right, look at this dude coming our way, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was he was more of an observational comic who just wasn't that naturally funny, but he tried. He was. He was always kind of looking for a joke, even though he wasn't that funny. And mom made me laugh and ne- was never trying to make a joke. So I guess that I took both parts of, uh, of that and uh, molded them into my sense of humor. No, I, I get that, too. I think my mom always was the outgoing personality. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the delivery came from my mom, but the humor came from my dad. Okay, you know, like the the willingness to want to do it and make strangers like because my dad would just sit in the back and just never, not a big talker at all, uh-huh. and just uh-huh. is like is real good with the just like the, just sly little oh yeah no shit okay like just sarcastic, like my mom one of my early shows that I did that they both came to, and there was the lineup there was two black guys in the lineup and at the end my mom was talking to one of them saying, I love this bit that you did about the thing. And it, she got the black guys confused. Uh, 
Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, that's very nice. That was actually the other black guy that was on the show. And my dad's just behind them both going, <laughs> nice one, Deb. <laughs> like, like, just <laughs> just thought it's, he. Uh, he's a real big fan of the schadenfreude. Like, I think the funny, yeah. I think the hardest I could make him laugh doing stand-up is if I got electrocuted by the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit that would really... Really tickle his funny bone. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I don't know when they're when they're in a good mood, hanging out. They're all, they're pretty goofy folks. But I think my mom is yeah. That's good. overtly. My, I have the part of me where it's that's kind of like a little desperate and loud and obnoxious. I think that's. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't say that, but I've been analyzing my youth a bit lately and looking at some things where I'm like, oh, I was just really loud all the time. I thought it was funny, but I was just the <laughs> loudest person. Yeah. Little loud, Kyle. If I can't hear anybody else making jokes, it must be because I'm the funniest one in the room. But yeah, I was, real, uh, I was real jag off for a long time. Yeah. I think most little boys are jack offs, don't you think? Most little boys have got a bit of a shithead to them. I mean, there's, like, destructive shit, yeah. curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, going and, like, breaking windows and dropping fireworks down sewers and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I wasn't mean to other people, but I was always breaking shit or just into shit that uh, someone else was probably going to be inconvenienced by. Well, that goes into this. Adam San- Santoni... What's the dumbest thing you got away with as a kid? Dumb, oh, that's a great question. Dumbest thing you got away with? Huh. I never got away with shit, man. I was I'm, so filled with Catholic guilt, I would confess at church, and then I would tell my mom whatever I did. So I never did, like, crazy shit. I was, I was actually a pretty responsible, <laughs> good student, like, mischief, but nothing super nutty. That I can think of now. I mean, he's starting fires and fireworks and shit, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember getting away with a whole lot. Uh... I should have thought about that. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. I'll have to come back to that one. Yeah, that that one's going to require some thought. Uh... Get back. Let's get back to the subject matter at hand. Josh McAfee, what do each of you think is the most likely and realistic scenario for an apocalypse? Examples. See, this goes back to the other question about how, what we would want versus what we think is going to happen. <clears throat> Examples. Uh-huh. Solar okay. flare knocking out an entire power grid and causing mass panic. A pandemic, 10 times worse than COVID. Nuclear war, biblical rapture, etc. So a lot of the same things as before, but what do we think would happen as opposed to what would we like to happen? I think a power grid, I don't know. The the power grid one's weird because would it be a mass panic or would people that are just in their communities now remain calm and help each other in a neighborly way and not have access to the media or the Internet that's showing mass panic elsewhere so it wouldn't stoke Ah. mass panic in their communities? Like that whole thing, like the toilet paper shit. 
at the beginning of COVID, you saw people fighting over toilet paper in a store on a video somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then that made you think, oh, shit, maybe I need toilet paper. Ask anybody why they thought they needed it. And nobody had an answer. They just saw somebody else freaking out about it. Absolutely. So That's I, perfect. Yeah. I, I don't th- I think power grid wouldn't be it. I mean, it, now, depending on how long it lasts and if it affects you know, necessities like food supplies and stuff like that. That's a, that's a different situation. That'd be a gnarly way to go, man. Because that wouldn't be just like a meteor or something that would take a while. If we're talking apocalyptic, if we're talking about wiping out the population, yeah, like, uh, that would, that would take a while. That'd be a lot of, a lot of gnarly bloodshed. I think you can recover from that. People have generators. I mean, I think that it would be it would suck, but I think I don't think it would be apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, pandemic. Yeah, I don't think so I've always thought a pandemic. That's always kind of been towards the top of my list. Uh, I've just always, and I don't know why. You know, I don't have any hard evidence, but just the concept of uh, just nature. Just something in nature affecting us medically that we don't have a cure for or we can't fight against it. Uh, Just that concept has always scared the shit out of me of like, oh, yeah, there's no cure to this. And now it's literally sweeping the globe. I mean, I know that's what Corona, you know, COVID is. But like you said, 10, 100 times. Imagine imagine a virus 100 times more deadly than than. COVID. Well, I mean, you're talking some big, big numbers. And then you're talking about you. Then you got to start that whole process of convincing idiots to trust the government in this specific case. If they are trying to put proper mm-hmm. lockdowns on things without them going, man, it's just a conspiracy to stifle my freedom. Oh, uh, you fucking retards. Mm-hmm. But uh, I shouldn't say that word, but you know what I mean by it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Biblical rapture. Shit. If I'm honestly, if the biblical, if the biblical, if straight up like Christians were like, told you, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't oh. think I'd be upset. I, I think I'd just be like, how about that? You know, that wouldn't, su- that wouldn't suck for, uh, for those who didn't make it. I, you know, if you're, if you're telling me that uh, in one full sweep, uh, all the Christians could uh, disappear from earth, I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Heaven, Not to step on any Christian's toes, but like we, we'll be all right without you. Heaven doesn't sound I'll go fun. Do your thing. Heaven sound like how, heaven does uh, what, sound yeah, fun. What's the what's the process? All right, you, my eternal soul. I'm not mm-hmm. saying hell sounds better, but like heaven, like yeah. every day is just nice. Like think think well, about if you have, if you if you have to stay in heaven by following all the ridiculous uh-huh. shit that Christians believe in, where it's like oh I'm bored this afternoon I think I'm gonna go beat off nope getting kicked out of heaven points points on your license yeah just little things well but how would you get up there in what the first bothered place, me one thing that really bothered me when I was a Christian. Uh, when I, you know, when I was 12 and I was just convinced that there was a heaven and I was going to go, uh, the thing that still bothered me was the concept of eternity. And I used to think like, yeah, I know it's probably going to be rad, but forever? I used to like, that would, that, that gave me anxiety. The concept of having to be up there 
forever. The fact that it was never ending. A, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And B, even if I could, it was like, I don't know. I, I just feel like that would get exhausting. Yeah. That, even if it was awesome. Even if it was heavenly. And every, every day was amazing. Like, eventually, like, Jesus Christ, I've been up here a while. Can we you, change something? And you have this one chance to do it right. To determine the etern- like the eternity of your soul. It's listen, put it under mm-hmm. a microscope, it's not a it, it doesn't hold up. But we all know that. But if that's why if biblical rapture happened, I would just be like, Well, goddamn. I tried to watch that uh what was that, Leftovers, that HBO yeah. show? Was it HBO? Uh-huh. I yeah. don't know, man. I was watching I so. it and I was kinda on board and then I it was one of those things where I was like I Realized I was looking at my phone for three episodes. I'm like, maybe I just don't like this show, and I'm watching it. Sometimes you binge because things are good, and then the other times you binge it's like because you're you somehow have this. Or at least I feel like I have this obligation because I already got far enough in it that I got to complete it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I'm hesitant to binge things just because it just I, I like right now. I don't have anything going on in my day-to-day life, but just just the thought of starting a new show that has, like, five or six seasons, like, ugh, that's a commitment. That's good. Cobra Kai's only got two. Hey, in, pertaining to that question of eternity, uh-huh. and actually somebody chimed in to say it's a great question, so you know it is. Scott Hummel asks, magically, your hand becomes a condiment dispenser. Each finger emits the condiment of your choice. What five will you carry for the rest of your life? <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's a good one. What a weirdo. And then Matt Brewster okay, said, shit, per- this is a great question. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I got it figured out pretty easy. I'm going to have uh, brown mustard and yellow mustard. Which fingers? I'm going to have uh, barbecue. Uh, okay. That's, okay. I didn't even think about that. Let's I mean, go it's not with, important, uh, but I'm just pinky. curious. Yeah. I'm going to start at my pinky. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to start at my pinky. We got yellow mustard. We got brown mustard. We got barbecue sauce. We got ranch dressing. We got uh, uh, mayonnaise. Two mustards, a barbecue, uh, a ranch, and and a mayonnaise. Wow. Two yellows, two whites. Although I would like to have a hot sauce in there somewhere. Yeah, I think uh, I'm almost all hot sauce. need to sauce. put a hot sauce in there. I think I'm all hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, of, yeah. I forget, sometimes I forget about hot sauce as a condiment. Does this, has, you know? does this so, have to have, it, like, to me it's, a, it's not rare. Like, condiments are out there. You could just get condiments. The whole door of my fridge is condiments. Yeah, that's true. Like, why does my hand have to be? But, like, if we're, we're playing along... I mean that would be pretty rad. I would to have like say, a, I would say you wouldn't like want a hot sauce. Power glove. Because think, yeah. you don't wash your hands yeah. and then you rub your eyes or you touch your your D and B's. There you go. You you, you, you fondle you on your Dave and Buster's. <laughs> you want to go getting some Ardvark habanero sauce up on those guys? Get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know why that's so funny to uh, me. I, I, I've been enjoying calling my dick and balls my Dave and Buster's. Um, oh, man. I think, all right. Mm. 
But I, I, I use hot sauce more than anything else. So probably pinky hot, yeah. pinky yeah. hot sauce, because then you could throw the pinky out when you're wiping your face or something. And it's like, yeah, it's okay. like weird and classy. It's like, it's like hot sauce is like the party, party condiment. So it's like your Coke nail. Uh-huh. I'll throw, you know what? An A1 or a steak sauce always makes something better. No matter what, a piece of, piece of bread good with, a, good with some A1 sauce. Even though I don't use it a lot, I'm saying as I'm saying now. Yeah, but maybe I would if it was part of my anatomy. A one to me has always had a bit of a uh, cleaning product vibe to it. Like it just feels, I just taste a little turpentine or pine salt or some shit in there. I don't know. Well, that's a recipe. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Mayonnaise. I could see mayonnaise. But now I don't. Now I gotta pick what kind of hot sauce. Cholula's easy. I might have been using Cholula too much throughout my life. Now I see Cholula. I'm not excited about it anymore. I'm like, give really? Me, give me something weird, man. Give me, give me her. something wild. You know. <clears throat> that green Cholula's good. It is. Was salsa is, the is salsa a condiment? That's a good question, dude. Salsa, nacho cheese. Every bag of every bag of tortillas is now nachos. Yeah. I don't think sauce is a condiment. When I think of condiments, I think of something you would put on a sandwich or a burger. You never had sauce that, on a burger? That's kind of my measuring stick. You never I mean, had sauce I know on you can put it on there. I, yeah, I've had uh, Applebee's quesadilla burger uh, that's got the uh, Southwest Ranch and the salsa. Queso that's dip. Well, it's dip. Dip's uh, on the name. <laughs> but I'm talking about traditional, you know, the traditional things that might go on a sandwich. But then again, you're right. Like steak sauce doesn't really go on a sandwich. But, but then that would fall under condiment. Pickle chips go on a sandwich. But how is pickle chips? Okay, come yeah. Out, now, how are pickle chips coming out of your finger? Well, no, I'm. That's a topping. I think pickles would fall under toppings, the same way tomato all and right, lettuce well, and all that shit. I'm talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Relish. Yeah. How's relish really? In theory, how's relish different from salsa? Just chopped. It's not at all. Medley of chopped up vegetables. Yeah. So. Yeah. Although my point is, I I do kind of consider relish a condiment, but I I don't necessarily consider salsa a condiment. I'm glad. uh, I'm going to write all this down. It'll be in my thesis. (laughs) Like I've given. Like I'm taking this really seriously. Like all right, hold on. (laughs) Now, (laughs) can I have two? Can I have two gloves? Or we just talk in one hand? Because that'd be a game changer. But then, how are you gonna how are you gonna get any shit done if both your hands are uh, condiments? Well, it's like, do you so. guys be like index finger? Give me an ounce of ketchup, or is it just all the time? Your hands are just dripping, and you just have flies around. It's <laughs> <laughs> just gross. <laughs> you, have, you just have hands are just like they're <laughs> they're just like the, the like the napkin and fork counter at a tasty freeze, oh just God. sticky and disgusting all the time. Everybody hates you all the time. Look at this fucking asshole dripping everywhere. Your hands have roaches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like an Edward Scissorhands. Got to sleep with saran just... wrap around your hands. Oh, my, mu- my mustard pinky's leaking. Just ostracized from the community. Oh, yeah. Get out of here, freak. 
Oh my god. <laughs> you were finger banging That's a girl, funny. now she's filled with Heinz fifty seven. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, oh, babe, Jesus. babe, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, no. Uh, what is that? No, no, that's me. That's about a half a gallon of tartar sauce that just came out of my thumb. It's not you. You're fine. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I, uh, I need a moment. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we got a we oh, got a giggle. <laughs> a giggle out at old Power Stone over here. Tartar sauce. Oh, that was the perfect one to pick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tartar sauce is gross anyway. <laughs> That's hey man, you know the rules of comedy. Oh, you got to keep up, you got to keep up in the ante. Exploring height. Tartar sauce in her cooter. Oh my god. That's so gross. <laughs> what else do we have? What do we got? Uh, um, ooh, here's a real one from Alexandra Onesto. Hey guys, how long before the conspiracy about COVID comes out to be true? Just like 9 11 or aliens, this se- just seems weird. Like a virus that. Highly contagious, but mortality rate only higher in older people with underlying conditions. This has all seemed weird from the get-go. Um, I, I had thought about this myself because now that we've been on, now that we've been on for a bit into this, mm-hmm. and even the people we know that are getting sick are getting better or didn't feel symptoms. Um, I'll just say this. I don't. First off, these numbers that they're using, like, oh, well, the only true COVID deaths are really 2% of the actual total. No. Mm-hmm. If you have cancer and you're weakened because of cancer, and then you get in a car accident, and a fully healthy person would have maybe survived that car accident, but because you're weakened with cancer, the car accident killed you, you still died from a car accident. Yeah. Same goes with this. You know, and I take it seriously because, like I said, Rachel's got asthma and this thing is respiratory and this and that. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not going to take a chance. It's a fucking mask. Now, that, now, that, now, I'm not going to go down that road because it is different. with Businesses shutting down and we're seeing, you know, all the plays we want to play. But I don't think, I think that maybe... I, first off, I'd say the handling of it was very bad. It was, yep. a, it was a blame game and not like a, this is a thing that's out there. So instead of making it political, let's talk about how we're going to deal with this. So it created, it politicized it. And it, you know, obviously, uh, you know, shit for brains Trump it ter- turned into a blame game. And who did this? And then let's not get excited about it. Let's not take it seriously yet. I think how it handled fucked up everybody's perception of what of how to handle it. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I think it should be taken seriously. I think that uh, I don't have a lot of answers for how businesses should handle it and this and that, but I don't think it's a conspiracy. Maybe the response wasn't uh, great, 
but I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's just mismanagement. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think China made it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's being done to undermine the economy and shift power. I don't think that. I think it was, the response to it was so wildly mismanaged and, uh, Americans have this pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm an independent person and you can't fuck with my freedom type of thing. It's like my, my thing, like if you're a patriot, does, you, that means you care about America. That means you care about other Americans. So put on your mask and do what you're supposed to do to make sure mm-hmm. we can all get back up and running sooner. Yeah. But this, it's all about me. Fuck you. You don't get to call yourself a patriot if that's your attitude. That's not a patriot. That's a selfish yeah. individual. A patriot. And I think that's the problem. Yeah, a patriot sh- is about the good of the country. Am I? So you mm-hmm. arguing about wearing a mask in fucking Walmart? That's about you. That's not about the good of the country anymore. You're not a patriot. You're a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my part on that, Alexandra. <laughs> um, um, my two cents on that, real quick, is I, I agree with you. I don't think it's a conspiracy however i think that's a remote very remote possibility in that i kind of believe i know (laughs) we've talked about this but like i'm not saying i believe in agenda 21 Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't put it past the powers that be i wouldn't put I, i don't necessarily believe that the Illuminati and the NWO is trying to kill off its citizens, but I wouldn't put it past them because that concept of, you know, the Georgia Guidestones, you know, maintain a, a global humanity of under 500 million. Like I get if I was in the NWO or the Illuminati and I was <laughs> I get the the appeal of having a lot less people. I get how the world would be a better place if there was a lot less people. So, therefore, I wouldn't put it past certain powers that be to involve themselves in some sort of conspiracy to thin the herd. So, I know I'm being kind of uh, both sides of the coin here. I don't necessarily believe that that's what's happening, but I that's a remote possibility. But if I had mm-hmm. to answer yes or no, yeah, I think it... it it the virus was created organically. I, I don't think that uh, it was in, created intentionally to do all the harm that it is doing, both economically and population-wise. But uh, maybe no I, I, less people. Yeah, I'm all for less people happening in a yeah. less dramatic way. Yeah. Um, what do we got? We got a lot of questions here, dude. Might have to yeah, we may to have to uh, get back to this one next month. These are good yeah, questions, everybody. I know we don't get to all of them. I wish. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you know. I, I, maybe we should employ more of an organized way to get to them. I know some people uh, submit over and over. And we don't get to them, and then some people we answer repeatedly. Um, yeah, and that's not intentional, by the way. We're just picking questions that would sound fun to answer so yeah if you're uh if you're not getting your question on it's definitely not intentional because i rarely you know i don't i don't i can't match you know a person to a question uh retroactively oh that guy asked that question last month 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, Lu- Lu- Luis Coronado says, Kyle, I was your bartender at Hotel Congress Comedy Night during the 2018 edition of the annual Hoco Fest. That was a good time. Um, you opened your Where set. Is this? this was in uh, Tucson at uh, Hoco okay. Fest, which is like a little mi- a mini comedy and music fest. I got to see uh, Mexican Institute of Sound. That's a fun band. That was just like, I man, I, I I just watched a whole crowd of every different type of person just get down and have a good time. So I was excited to see I them. Love that. They were good. Yeah, uh, you opened your set by saying you shaved your beard and admitted that you were aware that you look like a young Yoda. That's the look. There's no chin under here. <laughs> It's all just four. It's all just fucking forehead and ears. Once that beard goes, I'll tell you. <laughs> Any plans on doing oh, sets man. as Yoda's other milestone ages? I don't know. It's we only got young Yoda and old Yoda. So if I'm around long enough to look like old Yoda, I guess so. We'll see. Maybe you know what? Maybe when you get that little like that like uh, like neck waddle thing with age, it'll actually give me a chin. Yeah. Oh shit! I know so little about Star Wars. I didn't realize there was two. There was a young, uh, young Yoda. I, I just always thought it was just old Yoda. Huh. I'm just. These, these, we got a lot of good questions, man. I feel bad that I got to go paint rooms right now. I want to do one. Yeah. More. I want to do one more. Jason Costello Wadlington. Do, do one more. Uh-huh. Says is, is Dean Cameron. The best late 80s, early 90s actor, actor who never got his due. Yes, he is, man. Hell yeah for a who, shout I don't out. know. Who's Dean, Dean Cameron? Dean Cameron was, he, he's like, here's the rest of this. Y'all mentioned the, the Men at Work movie at one point. He played the pizza guy. He absolutely did. Was also in summer school. Yes, he was with, uh, was he Chainsaw or was his buddy Chainsaw? Both ski schools. Yes, probably other stuff. Check out Miracle Beach. There was a daytime HBO version and a late night version, which at 12, holy shit. Rockula is a highlight. Rock and roll vampire comedy. A lot of stars in that one. Watched every Halloween. He's an American treasure. I believe he is also Canadian. And I'm going to, um, Dean Cameron, did he do the scam? Hold on. Hold on one second. Let me find. I just pulled him up. Yeah, I know this dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This happened. I'm pretty sure this is the same Dean Cameron. Now, this is from a while ago, but he did like he basically in the early days of trolling and everything. Uh-huh. He got like the Nigerian like the Nigerian spam scam, like some, no, he, uh-huh. he, he is from, oh, he's shit. He's from uh, Illinois. Um, and he just had a long ongoing, he's one of the first people to have like a long ongoing correspondence between like somebody complaining to, or like uh, claiming to be a Nigerian prince. <laughs> and so, yeah, he does a one man show about that. And that's why I heard him. because like Dean Cameron. I was like, wait a minute, the dude from summer school, underrated movie. Um. Yeah, you know who he is, right? Yeah, yeah, I I know who you're talking about. I didn't know his name, but yeah, I know that face. Hell yeah! I say I say. Uh, 
he was great. I don't know if he's the most underrated. I'm going to say the the give me the my two dollars kid from um, from uh, <laughs> from the what, uh, better off dead steals the show and better back to the dead. beach. Um, some other '80s actors. I love the dude who played. Uh, I loved uh, Fisher Stevens. You know who Fisher now, Stevens who he? is. He did a little bit of brown face when he was the scientist who created Johnny Five. But he was in. You'd know him if you saw him. He's got a weird look. Yeah, so he was short circuit. He was the doctor. But he was in Hackers. Right. I'm looking him up now. Yeah, I know that dude. Okay. Yeah, I always thought he was great and stuff. He was in uh, My Science Project, which I liked a lot. Shit, yeah, this guy's in a bunch of stuff. Ah, oh, man, this is okay. This is this is uh, this one I can go down a, a much longer road, so maybe we got to revisit it <laughs> next time. Um, that was a good question, though. Appreciate that question, Dean Cameron. Praise, all right, man. Well, yeah, we'll just get back to these next month. There's a, there's a bunch of good ones in here, and I'll also uh, I'll think of an answer for that one question about uh. What's the dumbest thing I got away with when I was a kid? I th- I'm surely I got away with some shit. So I'll come up with a good answer for that. But yeah, man, patrons, thank you so much. Sincerely, appreciate the shit out of you. Bunch of goddamn nice sweethearts, I tell you. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's nice to see these numbers uh, gradually increase. Uh, all the new patrons, welcome aboard. But yeah, four bucks a month, you get this stupid shit. And then you get another something about me and f- talking about food. So there you go. That's that's value right there. Yeah. Bang for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, man. Oh boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cook some ribs today, Kyle. Are you doing ribs? You're doing Throwing pop- on. I got a got a <laughs> got a uh, whole rack of spare ribs. About to cook those bastards up. Just sit around eating ribs. Term a lot for- of times recently what I've been when I've been barbecuing, smoking a lot, uh I haven't been preparing any side dishes. So like Katie and I are just sitting in here just eating pork. Just making no, some uh no veggies, no appetizers. Making some Lincoln log houses with rib bones. Yeah. They're called spare ribs, but we never just- have any left to spare. <laughs> Come on, get on over here, neighbor. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you silly bastards. Thanks again for the support. Uh, tell a friend. You guys uh, stay safe, stay sane, stay happy, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Hell yeah. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Dave. <laughs>